This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away. A song away. A song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and Merry Christmas, because this is a Christmas bonus episode. And joining me today in the Zoom room is... Uh, Kyle Dotson. Courtney Cronin-Dold. And back for his second go-round for a track-by-track episode, this time the first makeup albums, Lick It Up and Animalize. Please welcome Die Hard Kiss fan, actor, and drummer, Christian Malmeen. Hello, Christian. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. It's great to be back. Christian, your beard is a little bit trimmed up this time. It's not as uh, it's not as uh, militia as it was before. Yeah. A little right. bit. Uh, you're looking good. Looking thank you. good. And uh, Courtney, you look fantastic. You're putting us to shame. Oh, well, I brushed my hair and you can't see the dog hair because of the lighting That's on my okay. sweater. So. That's okay. I call since we're talking about kiss, I'm going to think it's cat hair. It, it's <laughs> cat hair. It's cat man hair. <laughs> so, uh, Christmas morning, I guess everyone had a great Christmas. Kyle, what'd you get? Um, lot, oh boy, lots of stuff. I can't even. Oh, so much stuff you can't even think of. Yeah, it. A, sw- a sweater. All righty. Socks. <laughs> I got socks too. My husband gave me compression socks. <laughs> it was the most romantic gift ever. And are was, you notice? Are you noticing a difference? They're actually already? really comfortable. He wears his constantly. He walks around in shorts and compression socks. Hot. Nice. I got a sharp uh, dressed man. <laughs> I got a I got a brace to improve my posture, and. Uh, <laughs> Old people gifts. I'm not wearing it now. And uh, is, it, is it one of those uh, shoulder harness support things? That yeah, you can we, you can wear it under your clothing. No one will know. Did everybody cool. else like at one point on Facebook started getting a whole bunch of ads for those? Yes. Or, okay. Probably. Yep. I get, I've got one on order too. I thought, what the heck? Yeah. They are listening in because whenever uh, my wife and I are talking about something. Then when I, if I have my computer open, the next thing on Facebook, all of a sudden things that are similar, like we were watching, um, isn't that trippy? It's trippy. We were watching, we were watching the comedy store documentary and, and I had my computer open my laptop. And the next day on Facebook, I started to get recommendations for friends of people that were in the documentary, but like people that I don't know. Yeah. It was really weird. I thought wow. you were going to say you were getting recommendations for a funnier place to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's over your internet, too. You're probably watching it over your... Yeah, yeah. We're streaming it through the fire stick yeah. or whatever. So it's, yeah. all, uh, it's, all, it's all weird. But speaking of weird, let's talk about this album, Lick It Up. And then we will talk mm-hmm. about this album, Animalize. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lick It Up. I'm holding it up. So if you're watching the video, you can see it. Uh, this is the first non-makeup album. Um, if you think Unmask is the non-makeup album, you're wrong. That was a trick. This is it. What do you guys think of this cover? I, uh, I'll just comment Someone on. Didn't get the memo. <laughs> who who didn't get the memo? Vinny. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Vinny's wearing my aunt my aunt Margaret's wig. 
in this. That's not Vinny's hair. That's a wig. Did you guys know that? He's wearing a wig on this album cover? Oh, of course. I did not know that. No. Oh, yeah. If you because see- his, his real hair was just kind of too much like thread or... Yeah, it's just stringy. I mean, look at the Lick It Up video. I mean, it doesn't look at all like this. No, it does not. Um, it does not. I think Gene looks cool on this because he's yeah. sticking his tongue out. Paul looks great. Paul looks cool. I mean, I would like to see some more outtakes from this. I I guess this was the best photo of the of the day, but um, it is weird that that Vinny's wearing a lady's wig and then a pink top. But um, do you have do you have or any of you have the history book, the giant hardcover, very heavy? I I used to have it and then I sold it on I sold it on eBay when I needed money. Well, all right. And I had an, I had some additional autographs in there, um, so. I just sent you guys a picture, by the way. Oh, boy. I did this comedy show with Craig Gass and Earl Skakel, who are both huge Kiss fans, and they put our faces on the Lick It Up cover. So I just sent it to you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. pretty funny. And I'm Paul. (laughs) You have to be. Excellent. Paul's the most ladylike. Well, I don't know about on that cover. Well, no, on this um, cover, yeah. But um, so what what were you saying, Christian? What did you say? well, and also, okay, so how many, uh, did, did you watch when Kiss did the official unmasking on MTV? Where I J. did J. with J.J. Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, it. yeah. But it was a big who cares because, I mean, you really only cared what Paul and Gene looked like. You didn't really care about so much about Eric. You definitely didn't care about Vinny, right. who was in makeup for a second. So there, it was. There it was, was that element to it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I definitely he got, watched he it. He just got done putting it on. They're like, oh, we're not doing that anymore. I just perfected the onk. Yeah. I got and, it even. And you kind of knew what Paul yeah, looked like. So short. If you just looked at Paul's, the half of his face that didn't have the star, you could kind of, you kind of knew Paul looks like Paul no matter what. Yeah. Gene but was um, the most shocking, I thought, because yeah. of the way he lines his lips. Yes. He's got very full lips. And the way he, the demon lines his lips, it was very like, whoa, look at that. No wonder everybody's making out with that guy. Like... <laughs> Um, yeah, that was the surprising part for me. I love the Gene always has to stick the tongue out just in case you're not sure well, which one is Gene. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> part of the classic kiss they're holding on to for that photo, but it's kind of anti. Yeah. It's kind of anticlimactic that unmasking. Cause they're just kind of like behind a card table sitting in some folding chairs and JJ Jackson, who seems like the guy that's probably the least into kiss is doing it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, um, yeah. it's interesting, but you know, whatever's going to get the magazine. I had like the magazine, you know, when you turned each page and it was them like first with the makeup and then without the makeup, it was in like one of the teen magazines. That's am- I, I don't remember that at all, but that's amazing. But, um, this, this was, a, this was a huge hit. Do you think this was a hit because they took the makeup off? Do you think that was one of the reasons this went platinum? It did. Uh, Maybe. Hard to say. Just to share a personal story, uh, I had overheard some, this is back in high school, in the, you know, 84, 5, mm-hmm. but I had overheard a couple of guys talking. They're, they were talking about the new kiss and maybe animal, I don't know. But it was around that time, and they just said, yeah, now they're cool. They used to suck, but now they're cool. <laughs> and, and it was just all about, like, they're not wearing makeup anymore. Now I can like them. I'm a, yeah. you know, I'm one of those guys. I think it was MTV. I think that video was just like, 
that video was on all the time. Yeah, it yeah. really was. And it really was. That's what put them on the map. The MTV, they just. Well, and then they were they were able to compete with uh, all the other, uh, you know, if you want to lump uh, if you want to lump them into, you know, Motley Crue and Rat and all those bands, because once they took the makeup off, they were able to sound a little bit more like that and do a little bit more like that. And but the thing about Kiss is they always could lean on that. If we ever want to put the makeup back on, we'll fucking put the makeup back on. And those other bands only had their music to lean on kisses. So in 96, when they came back, it was like, it, it all just made sense. Like, sure. They took it off for a while and now it's back on. Yeah. And again, I believe they could take it off again and then have, and do acoustic shows and they could have another resurgence if they wanted to. So who knows? Kiss is always, uh, I love their acoustic shows. Oh, they I do too. At the San Manuel casino worst mm. showroom ever. It is awful, but uh, they we went and it was great. Well, when they had the Loved it. when they had the LA Kiss, that was one of the promotions they would do. And Kyle and I got to go to a, one of those with uh, you know no makeup, just jeans and shirts. And uh, Tommy Thayer was sitting most of the time, and Gene kept making fun of him. Oh, Tommy's a Tommy's a serious musician today because he's sitting down. And then uh, and then Paul, without the makeup, he doesn't do all the crazy Paul, you know. He doesn't do that voice and he doesn't, he's just like, Hey, how's everyone doing? Okay. We're going to play this one. But Kyle and I went with two other guys who had never seen kiss. And while we we're waiting in line to get in, they kept asking us, are they going to sing Beth? And we're like, no, they really don't sing Beth anymore. Are they going to sing this song? And they, they named all these songs and we said, no, they don't do that. They won't do that. And they and did it. They did all of them. Yeah. Which was great. It was really great. And they, uh, and they looked like they were having more fun without the makeup at this show that was just, Kyle, there weren't many people in that building. It definitely wasn't no. full. It was. There were more than a normal LA Kiss game. Yes, there were but. more than, yeah, but not, like, it was, it was so, it was wild, but it was a great show to be at. And the whole, there was no light, like, just the whole, the lights were up in the whole arena. There were no, like, oh, wow. spotlights and stuff. The lights were just up, and here we are. So that was pretty cool. All right. Lick it up. Did you buy it on the day of release, Christian? Uh, I did not. I did not. I kind of got around to it a little bit later. Yeah, same here. I didn't I didn't run right out and buy it. It was interesting that I didn't. What about you, Courtney? Do you remember purchasing it? I think I purchased just the single of Lick It Up. Yeah. Because I was very unfamiliar with the rest of this album. Like when I started listening to it, the whole album, like, you know, almost 10 years ago. Um, but I have it on vinyl. It's like one of the few, I'm not a big vinyl guy, guy. I'm not a big vinyl guy like you guys, but <laughs> I'm not. Um, and, but it's one of the few that I do have. Cool. You have look it up. Yeah. That's a good one to get autographed. Cause there's a, you know, they can sign right under their names with a nice silver pen. That's what I recommend. Um, <laughs> now interesting. Vinny Vincent, new to the band, known for some songwriting. Uh, he's got eight of the 10 co-writes on this. Yeah, he like wrote mm -hmm. most of it, yeah. Yeah, he really did. And um, I don't know how much vetting goes into Kiss when they replace their guitarist. I, I think for a while there wasn't much. But um, <laughs> Vinny's, uh, Vinny plays, he doesn't play like Ace. He does those uh, theat more theatrics, more up and down it the fretboard. It more like McMetal to me. Not that he's not great yeah. and like, I mean, amazing and just, I mean, but the songs, like, I guess that's more on Animal Eyes. I guess we'll get there. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. The different, but um, 
Yeah, I think I skipped. Maybe I meant on Animalize. It sounds more like da 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 Like every song is like da na 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 Right, exactly, yeah. All right, well, let's kick it off, Kyle. What's the first track? Exciter. Exciter. Let's hear it. Let's see if we get excited. Again, Paul loves to pick the, the song titles that aren't great if you have a little bit of a lisp. Exciter! <laughs> um, I don't know. You would think you would write, a, like, I, if I had a prominent lisp, I would try to write around that. But he leans into it. Psycho Circus! <laughs> yeah. Listen to the city. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just made that up. Um, now, this is interesting. Rick Derringer plays guitar on Exciter. He plays yes. he plays lead on this song. He does, yes. He does the solo, which is a very good solo. Yes, it is. And it, the story, right, that you saw behind it was that the, he just, Vinny wasn't getting the feel of this one particular solo that they wanted a certain way. And he just, on that one track, he wasn't getting it. So it's interesting to listen to the solo, knowing it's Rick Derringer, but also like going, oh, okay, well, what about this? Was he not getting? It's yeah. a curious thing. And I wonder if Rick Derringer, he must have just been in the building because I don't see, <laughs> like, Kiss isn't going to say, you know who we need on this? Rick Derringer. And then they call him. I don't know a lot about him, but he just seems kind of random just based it, on yeah, the stuff yeah, I read. Exactly. Yeah. It just seems like a random choice. It's not like, uh, it's not like they called some uh, Warren Demartini or some la person all of a sudden here's just rick derringer i don't even know where rick derringer lives i feel like he lives like in like in middle like in idaho or something but uh he probably was in the building because back then you were in the studio all the time i guess yeah I don't, yeah and it seems yeah. very plausible that he was next door doing something and they were like rick just can you get in here yeah what can you do with this three yep did you know the i didn't know this uh Rick Derringer <laughs> plays the solo on Weird Al's "Eat It." Yes, I did know that. Cool. I okay, did. Know, yeah, I so actually did know that. And most, you know, he you know closely trying to mirror the Eddie Van Halen solo. Well, he he plays guitar on like those first four or five, and he produced those Weird Al albums. Rick Derringer. Ah, yes. He probably okay. made oh. more. He probably made more money producing the Weird Al albums than he did with his own music over his career. Who knows? But, um, I've seen him at the Greek Weird Al three times. And great every time. Yeah. Kyle, have you ever seen Weird Al live? No. And you're a big fan. Mm-hmm. His yeah. band is amazing. Cool. They're so good. I mean, uh, it's a, such a great show. And he was like incorporating video and all that stuff before anybody was doing that. You know, he was having like little interstitials between like while they were costume changes, and they were hilarious. The, and it was a brilliant show. Well, the band fun. would have to be good because they have to tackle all those different genres of music. Exactly. I mean, you know, a prog rock song. switch from one to another, like, 
in a, in an instant. Yeah, like in, in one song. Unlike Vinny Polka, that's the best. Hot Rocks Polka. But anyway, uh, unlike Vinny Vincent, who if he's not getting it, they just call another guy in. They don't even. Get it. <laughs> uh, now, even though Rick Derringer plays uh, the solo on the Exciter, this this is a true band album as far as I can see. It's just the four guys on this album. There's no overdubbing. There's no no one else in the studio with them. And uh, co-produced by Michael James Jackson, who did the uh, Creatures in the Night, and then with Gene and with Paul. So, And again, I want to mention, I do love the sparseness of this cover, because if you're going to take the makeup off, you don't need anything but them on a, on a white background. Perfect. Oh, they look cool. In, yeah. In hindsight, I wonder if they thought, I mean, it already went, it went platinum, so it doesn't matter, but I wonder if they thought about not showing themselves until you bought the album and opened it up. And that was where you would see their oh, faces. That's a cool oh, idea. that is a cool idea because back then with the internet, no one could have, there was no internet. So you yeah. couldn't, you couldn't Unless have posted it, put it on display at the record store. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed. They didn't come up with something like, like a peel away cover. Like you peel it, you peel it. And then like the makeup mm-hmm. comes off their faces or something. That yeah. would be cool. I'm well, surprised no one has done that. Maybe they'll do it now. They still could. Yeah. They still, they still love money. Um, <laughs> who doesn't love money? Okay, Exciter. I don't really, um, I don't mind that song, but I don't like Paul's vocals that much. I feel like he's over singing on that song. And that's just me. What do you guys think of Exciter? He does sound like he's yelling. Yeah. A bit. I, yeah. I like it. I think it's a good one of, of the ones on this album. I think it's a, it's probably the best one to kick off the album. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes in with that, like, strutter or whatever, you know, that kind of rhythm of cadence of the the, the name of the song is yep. the first one. I agree with that. Christian, what do you think of Exciter? Yeah, I think it's a good kickoff. I like the rhythm of it. It it It's almost, well, I'm probably not accurate, but it's kind of introducing the, the new kiss and kind of the new sound of the new kiss. That's because, true, yeah. Uh, there, you know, they do start to get more into that, right. which uh, some other songs have that kind of thing. But it it is sort of like, hey, we're we're rolling with the trick because eighty three. I don't know what other metal bands and songs like that were starting to take over. Yeah, when, yeah. Was it was it really when Quiet Riot and the Come On Feel the Noise video is that that took things kind of to another level? I believe so because. That kind of made it uh, mainstream, that kind of music. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think it sounds a little bit like I Was Made for Loving You? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it starts yeah, in my yeah. head, I'm kind of thinking, is it going to be that? The chugga-chugga type it's thing. It's harder. It's just never, harder. I never thought of that before, but that's a good call, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, moving on to Not for the Innocent. This is a, a Gene song, co-written with a double V. Let's hear it.
And then just in case you didn't catch those lyrics, I'm mean and I'm dirty like none you've ever seen. Bad habits drip like honey. No tongue can lick me clean. That's what we just enjoyed. Yeah. Better lock up your daughters. We're coming to your town. We're here for the slaughter. Kick you when you're down. Kick you when you're down. That's um, right. I do like, I, I uh, well, Christian, yeah. wait, let me, let's get, let's hear your thoughts on it first. And then we'll go to court. Um, it's a, you know, it's a good kind of a solid drive to it. Um, it's not a favorite of mine. It doesn't really jump out. I, I mean, you know, it's a good, be a good driving down the freeway fast song mm-hmm. with just that. Um, there's a good solo. The guitar solo is good, but pretty much all the solos on this album are good because it's Vinny yeah. Um, yeah. really expressing himself as himself. Uh, <laughs> but it's okay. It's all right, this one. All right, Courtney? Yeah. Um, I feel like he didn't know what it was going to be about. Is he coming to town to kick ass and, like, steal <laughs> their daughters? Or is- do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you couldn't decide which one it is, but I like the part where he says, let the beast run wild. Like, I love that part. But it's a little too metally for me. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do like the Gene vocal on this. I like I like when he, there's like a growl to his vocal mm-hmm. and like like none that you've ever seen. Like, I like that Gene. And um, yeah. But yeah, sometimes the lyrics, Courtney, uh, they just they just go where the rhymes go. I think for Kiss, yeah. so so whether they're kicking ass or uh, forgive me, licking ass, I don't know. But um, lick you clean, yeah, lick you clean. Well, I like you know Gene throws the word tongue in a song, and it's a Gene song, and he's got the tongue. So, right, Kyle, what about you? You look very serious about this one. You're thinking a lot about uh, it. No, I. It's fine. It's not great. It could be a skip. <laughs> Going from Exciter to that, it's just kind of a a drop off. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really plod, but it, it doesn't really like, rock. Yeah. It seems like a middle of the album song. And I don't know why mm. they threw it at two. Maybe it's a new, uh, maybe you coined a new term, plod rock. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I've never heard that, plod rock. Sometimes. <laughs> It's so funny while like uh, being a parent and having, uh, you know, having daughters, uh, whenever I hear the, you know, daughter and slaughter, it's just kind of just puts me on my heels a little bit. I'm like, you're, you're coming to the town to kill some girls. I mean, it's yeah, like, I feel like he's coming to kill their dads so he can oh, take them. Oh yeah. I mean, Isn't that what it is? like, I really love the Iron Maiden song, bring your daughter to the slaughter. But then if I think about what it's, it's singing about, I'm like, then I don't like it, but. They mean the band Slaughter. I hope so. They mean bring your daughter to the Slaughter concert because Mark Slaughter is right. <laughs> All right, yeah. here we go. Track three, title track. I also think they could have led the album off with "Lick It Up," but Exciter is mm-hmm. is pretty uh pretty frenetic and fun. But um, I remember hearing seeing "Lick It Up" for the first time on MTV, and I'm all in on this song. So let's hear it.
Uh, I mean, I I love Paul's vocal. I love when the guitar goes like that. I like uh, I like yeah. later in later in the song when Gene says uh, he uh, Gene has like a line like ooh yeah ooh yeah or something. He does like something ooh, yeah, in there. Ooh yeah 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 and um, yeah. I lo- I've always loved this song. There's a reason that it's still in the set list after you know 30 years. I mean, people people love it, and I think it's an undeniable. It's one of their signature songs, in my opinion. So, Courtney, what do you think of Lick It Up? I love Lick It Up. I love it live. I love when Lick It Up comes in the show yeah. because it's like a 42-minute long version of Lick It Up. <laughs> it goes on forever. It's like, it's the prostate song, I think. I think they leave Tommy out there and everybody goes pee. And, um, <laughs> well. No, I, hey, I hear you. Hey, you know? Not young men. They got to pee. Yeah, that's it's true. So, um, it's okay. Yeah, I always call that like the prostate song or like the prostate break. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, but I love the way they, they bust into like um, Pinball Wizard in the middle. Isn't that what the song they do? No, no, no. They do um, Won't Get Fooled Again, right? They bust into a Who's song in the middle. You mean in the live version? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think it is it Won't Get Fooled Again? I think yeah. it is. I think it's The Who. Yeah, no, it's definitely The Who. I just can't remember which song it was. I probably should have looked that up before we started. But um, And I like how they re- repeat that cool guitar part in the middle. You, they repeat it over and over and over when when you see it live. Yep. And then Paul talks to the crowd right there. And that's my favorite part where he says, I want you, everybody clap your hands. It's a great one to sing along to also. I mean, yeah. I just love it. Christian? I have to agree that it is a classic hit of the Kiss catalog. When they did bring it back into the... When did they first start doing it? Was it in 2000? On the very, you know, when they started the Farewell Tour? When they started working those songs, they worked in... Yeah, I think so. I think so. Lick It Up and Heaven's on Fire were the first kind of non-makeup songs right to make it in there into the fold when they yeah. were still playing with Peter and Ace. Yeah. Um, but I do remember, yeah, initially the crowd reaction to kind of getting those songs as part of the concert. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And I think it's, it's just got a good groove and uh, I've always liked the line. You got to live like you're on vacation. Yes. That's a great line. You know? Yeah. You don't have to wait for an invitation. No. But live like you're on vacation. There's no. No. <laughs> just saying, well, Christian. It ain't, for an invitation. There's, it ain't a crime to be good to yourself. No, that's yeah. a po- that's positive. Yeah. Um, there a, what, what's the other line? There ain't, ain't no reason on earth to waste it. Right. Yeah. So Look it up. It's a treat. You have to taste it. Yeah. Life is a treat. It's no. almost like they wrote it as live it up. Oh, maybe. Oh, sure. And then we're like, which is no. the general theme of kiss. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um, my, my theory, my theory on the revenge album is the song spit was probably originally called shit. It don't mean shit to me. And then yeah. in the studio, Paul goes, yeah, can you just, can we do something else with this? <laughs> but um, <laughs> now here, uh, what the interesting thing about Lick It Up, though, I find is that the guitar solo is pretty simplified. Mm-hmm. It's just 
I'm, you know, I was going to try to be impressive and say it's a either a scale or an arpeggio. I don't know what it's in, but but of just those notes, the succession now 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 now, and that's repeated four times. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the song. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it. and if that was kind of an attempt, maybe to make it more radio friendly or make it more friendly to different uh, demographics of people that. To the twelve-year-old girls watching uh, MTV. Yeah, right. That's yeah, that's right. So, uh, and there's a live version, I think, from that. I don't know what tour it is, but it was the Animalized tour. It had to been, but um, they did one of those things where both Bruce and Paul were playing guitar. Like Bruce was holding the chords, and Paul was. I'm gonna say it. Did a reach around. Okay. And he was playing the. You know, I said it. Oh, cool. Uh, but um, but then. You know, in this live version, as the song went on and repeated it at the end, then Bruce uh, let loose with all kinds of notes on an uh, ending guitar solo. That's right. not on the original recording, but yeah, but this making fun live versions of it. Yeah, this is just this is a good pop rock song from Kiss. Yeah. So yeah, good it deal. is won't get fooled again. By the way, I just looked it up. Excellent. Good job. Sorry thank you for that. thank you for the research, Courtney. Um. So far, I don't really think we've hit a clunker. I mean, we don't, we didn't love Not for the Innocent, but I don't think we hated it. So I think so far we're on board, right? I believe so. You spoke too soon. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's, well, let's hear Young and Wasted. This is, uh, this is uh, written by Gene and Vinnie Vincent. And here we go. Okay, Kyle, I'm going to start with you on this one. Uh, thoughts? I don't, I don't mind it as a song. I don't know if I like it as a Kiss song. Does that make sense? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I it think so. Doesn't really sound like a Kiss song. But I don't, I don't, I don't. I like it better than not for the innocent. I think. Wow, that's interesting. My my thing with this song is, Gene and Paul always made it a point to say that they did not party. Mm-hmm. So those two guys are neither young nor wasted. And so this you just know. feels like you're pandering to a to a group of your audience. You know what I mean? I think it's about him sleeping with a drunk chick. <laughs> oh, that's, that's what I think it's about. Like a young drunk chick. Like a drunk a young drunk girl and he's just like cuz he says you're not just another pretty face. Mm. you know and then it's all about addiction it seems like but like very sort of cartoony 
Yeah, you know? it, it's almost like they're leaning into the addiction. Well, she's loaded, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to see what I can do with her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but then Creepy. he's like mad at her. Like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. <laughs> you know, like he's mad at her. Like, you better get your shit together, young lady. I'm sure. I feel bad about this now. He feels bad at the end because she was so drunk. I feel like you, you, you are reading so much deeper into these lyrics than when Gene wrote them. But I like, I like it. Keep, keep it coming. He says, he says the night goes on for days, and he also says that you've been branded by the monk, you've been branded by the iron, and you've been cut by the knife, and there's a monkey on your back running up and down your spine. So not only is there a monkey on your back, but it's it's sprinting. It's doing That's what it says. And so he, he tried to rhyme knife with spine, which that doesn't rhyme. With that is not officially a rhyme at all. In yeah, I, the, that's why he just certain, says it again. Right, he just says spine yeah. again to make yeah. up for it. Right, because <laughs> as far as all any of us know, Gene was only high once, and it was because he accidentally ate some brownies okay. that oh. had the pot in them, and that was back in the seventies. But as far as we know, he has never done anything. Yeah, never been drunk, never anything. As far as we all know, right? Right. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's yeah. addicted to uh, to a sex. If he's addicted to anything, that's what he's addicted to. But uh, yeah, I'm just. Uh, this one's a thumbs down for me. I don't. I don't like this one. Thumbs up or down, okay. Kyle? I, yeah, I, I would give it a thumbs up if push came to shove. All right, uh, Courtney, what do you think? It's up, o- up or it's, down? It's okay. It's just really hard to follow. Lick it up because it's so well, big and awesome and that's poppy true. and. It's like, how do you follow that? So they just, they had to throw something behind it and here, this is it. Yeah. Maybe they were trying to burn a song. Like they're like, none of these, none of these songs can follow Lick It Up. So let's, this one's the one that's going to get thrown under the bus. So that's That's where we put it. And that way, yeah. And that way you have a, you know, you have a Paul song, a Gene song, a Paul song, a Gene song. And now, and what what about you, Christian? What, What are your true thoughts on Young and Wasted? The the thing that hooks me on this song are the drums because okay. they, they do have a lot of power and the song itself has a real good drive to it. Um, I uh, I don't think it's my throwaway song. Okay, cool. We'll oh. Play that game later. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. But I do like I, I I like the drums of it and I, and one thing I notice is that Eric does kind of a cool little fill after each verse ends as they go into the chorus or whatever, but. So it's, it's those technical aspects, like the drum line. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And you're a drummer. And I do play drums. So that's, I could see where you could be attracted to that. Excellent. Okay, we're going to close out side one with another Paul song. So again, I, I do like when they alternate, when it's Paul Gene, Paul Gene. I like when they alternate. It, it gives a, some variety. Um, so this is Gimme More, written by Paul and Vinnie Vincent.
just to uh, just to give the listeners the taste of the next lines are like a dog to a bone make you sweat make you moan love is sweet so insane come on lick my candy cane so christmas so (laughs) courtney as we have said in past shows that gene writes the sex songs and paul writes the love songs this is paul going full-on sex yeah, this is this Paul's is sex Paul's song. Christmas version of Love Gun. This is candy cane. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, what do you think, Courtney? Merry Christmas. Um, Paul's vocals are nuts, like crazy on this. I have chills during that chorus and that, like, I got chills. And um, I can't even believe he can hit some of those notes. It's nuts. Like, there's no way they could have done this live. No. His voice would have been, like, destroyed. He must have needed, like, a three-day recovery after this song. <laughs> Like it's so intense and I love it. And I literally got like, got chills. So, and Vinny's uh, playing, I love the guitar on this. It's super gnarly and awesome. And excellent. Uh, Christian. Yeah. I like this one a lot. I think uh, it's got such a great, great rock and drive to it. Like it was making, it kind of has got a queen stone cold crazy. Oh, that's interesting. Feel to it. Um, but I, I like that it's such a high uh, uh, up-tempo, <laughs> high-octane rocker. The, uh, Paul gets Paul gets nasty with the n- lyrics, yeah. you know? Touch my body, take it slow, come on, make my juices flow. Uh, yeah. You know, the best part is, all listen, because you know he's so bad, wants to go, all listen, people, but that's not true. <laughs> this song is about sex. <laughs> Now, so I, I, yeah, I like it. I, it's a great one to like. Uh, I don't know, go running to or work out to or something. I, beating someone up. Or yeah, or uh, I got to be honest. Right. But starting out, my note, I, I have the word nope written. But you guys, you, you but you guys, uh, you guys are, you guys are swaying me a little bit now. You guys are, uh, you guys are convincing me, Kyle. What about you? Um, I think it starts out strong and then kind of does that sort of sometimes kiss like plateau of like, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just like, okay, like what? Oh, it's just the same thing for two and a half minutes. Cool. All right. All right. We're going to kick off side two. Oh, I hate it. All right. Cool. All right. You, I think you guys swayed me. I think I, I think it's my favorite song now. Um, Side two kicks off with a song written by the entire band. So give, uh, give Eric Carr a little bit of that publishing money. This is All Hell's Breaking Loose. This was also the second video. It was another post-apocalyptic uh, feel to it. And uh, there's a little bit of a kind of a rap. Paul does a little bit of a, a rap at the beginning. Yeah. Street hustler comes up to me one day and I'm walking down the street minding my own business. Now he looks me up and he looks me down and says, hey man, what be this and what be that? And why you gotta look like that? Well, I just looked at him, I kind of laughed. I said, hey man, I am cool. I am the breeze. Oh, <laughs> 
the song this song makes me realize I need to say I am the breeze more in real life in my everyday encounters. I just need to say that more. Well, you can only I say it if you're cool. You you have to. I am cool. I am the breeze. Yeah, yeah. Both of the my, all of that. My favorite part is that he rhymes that with that. Yeah. What be this? <laughs> <laughs> Would be this and would be that, and why you got to look like that? Yeah, um, it it's not even the same cadence. It's just a little abrupt. It's at least, funny. and the one thing, at least in this po post-apocalyptic video, Paul doesn't have like food stuck and smeared all over his face, like the end of "Lick It Up," right? When they're all around the campfire, yeah. The post-apocalyptic models. No, but they're beating up homeless people. Yeah, that's, that's right. Video starts. Right. They're, they they're being out. attacked and they have to fight back. And well, yeah, they, they weren't really are. being attacked. It's like one guy was like hanging on Jean's <laughs> like pant leg. And then they just yeah. come out and start kicking ass. Everybody except Vinny. Vinny's like, I'm not fighting. No, I don't want my wig to fall off. <laughs> <laughs> and in the video at the very beginning when Paul's doing the rap, there's like, oh, there's a little person. And then there's a person <sighs> on gigantic stilts. Oh, my God. And he's kind of rapping to the little person a little bit. They would just so weird. they would just throw anything at the wall in those videos back then. Um, for me, I like the I like the beginning that do 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 do, and great. I like the chorus. But I'm not I'm not a fan. Like I would rather I would I wish instead of the rapping that there were actually lyrics that were sung to get to the chorus because you know all hell's breaking loose. That you know that's a title that could have really been something a little bit more rocking, a little bit more meaty. And I think the, I think the, the faux rapping kind of hurts it. I don't know. Courtney. It would have been better in the middle. It would have been really cool if it just popped up in the middle and you're like, Oh, that's different. That's fun. Yeah. Just for like a couple, like, just for a couple lines instead of yeah. all the verses being this faux rap. Yeah. It's kind of, um, uh, my friend Craig Gass, who uh, I um, does a lot of Kiss material, so he funny. does a joke yeah. about this song in the voice of Christopher Walken. He does the whole rap as Christopher Walken. <laughs> That's great. It's on YouTube somewhere. Look it up. It's hilarious. I'm, I'm cool. out of my I'm own business. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so like, we're this is just kind of like a this is like a shrug for me. Like I just, I'm not totally on board, but I'm not, I don't totally hate it. I just, it's, it's weird that side two starts with it. Yeah. Do you think side I mean, one should have, it doesn't matter that much. No. But. On a CD, it's right. It's buried right in the middle. All right. Mm -hmm. Anyone else have anything to say about this song? Just that, no, I, I think the main riff of it is it, it's got a great hook. Yeah. Bum, diddle, bow, now, bow, bow, I think that's great. And then, and the chorus is catchy and it, the chorus. Yeah. It's, it's the second, you know, it, it was that a hit. Did it chart? Uh, I, I don't think it, it charted. Second video. I, I know it was on MTV. I just yeah. 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 That's so, all I know too. Um, for those of us back in the day, that's how you kind of metered everything. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a single. If it was on MTV, I always consider it. That's a single. Yeah. It didn't, yeah. you, you know, it, you you can sing the chorus. You can. It's got a sing along chorus. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. overloaded and blowing my fuse. So, and rapping Paul. <laughs> rapping Paul. Rap Paul. I love rapping Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, moving on to. Do, 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 do. I think it's more like West Side Story Paul. Like he's trying to be all cool, coming in like to kick ass. Sorry. 
Rapping West Side that, Story, Paul. That is funny that you say that because that's exactly how Paul would like thinks what cool is. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I'll snap into it, but like this is how fights work. Banana, banana, banana. All right, we changed the, the, the later video had. Oh wait, never mind. Okay, <laughs> the video for uh, and I'm, now I can't think of it. Now uh, on hide your heart, right? Remember that. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Wait. Well, I'm getting way ahead of ourselves. Getting way ahead of you. That'll come. That'll come in a couple of later on in 2021. We'll get to that album. Back Uh, up. So they they change the format on side two a little bit because they they play they have Paul songs back to back and Gene songs back to back. So the next song is another Paul song written by Paul and Vinny, and it's a million to one. I like uh, I like Gene on the chorus. You can hear Gene's background vocals uh, on the chorus, and uh, I always like when Paul and Gene sing together, or you know, harmonize, or whatever you want to call it. But uh, Courtney, what do you think of the song? Oh my God, I love the way it starts. It sounds like a Paul Stanley solo album song. Mm-hmm. Like, is that what you were gonna say too? I was gonna say that. I was gonna yeah. it, like. Sounds like the 78 solo album. It would yeah. be perfect on that. Yeah. And I I mean, I love the way it starts in. It's just like that classic Paul sound. But I love how he's like, you know, a million to one. There's someone better than me. Just kidding. There isn't. I'm the best. Just so you know. No. I love the way he's like, there's someone better than me. No. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a Paul winner. Yeah. This is the closest we get to a power ballad on this album. Yeah. And I feel, I feel with different production, uh, like with Ron Nevison or something, you know, Bob Ezrin, I think that this could be really something special. I kind of think sometimes the, uh, this album has a little bit of a bombastic, uh, sometimes a little bit generic production. I think, uh, someone else might've been able to really pull something classic out of this song but i i don't i don't dislike this song and i like uh i like when paul puts his uh wears his heart on his sleeve what do you think christian i i like the opening of it and and that kind of classic kiss quality of it yeah. uh paul's very strong vocally but the song itself doesn't really do a lot for me so but and i like i can't write songs i, I feel so weird saying 
<laughs> you know? Well, yeah, like, it is. Well, you go write some songs on a gold album. Yeah, but you know, but but this one, this one didn't really grab me that much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When I yeah yeah when I when I talk about someone's guitar playing and I'm a guy that can't play guitar, that's uh, yeah that sounds a little ridiculous. But you know, it's yeah. just uh, it's just our fun opinions. Uh, Kyle, what do you think of a million to one? I know this was your wedding. Um, I know this was your wedding song. Yeah, so you might have <laughs> it's some. A little bit hard to. Uh, <laughs> um, no, it was. It's fine, but yeah, I agree. I think a better production or a better producer would have done this a little better. Cause it's like, it's of the ilk of like a tomorrow or so, but I like those songs better. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Mm. So that, yeah, that would be, me. yeah, but I don't hate it. I just feel like, I just no. think it could have been really great. Yes. Okay. Exactly. All right. Here's a Gene song that Gene wrote by himself. Of course he did. It's called fits like a glove. I going to get to the chorus but uh gene writes lyrics like a guy that's really bad at sex (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna do it to you yeah i'm gonna do it to you (laughs) this is yeah this one's got some beauties in it oh my god i mean we didn't even get to the part where he just says where he says where there's a talking part and he says uh uh because when i go through her it's just like a hot knife through butter i mean what are you Uh, doing yeah even at 19 years old i was like at 19 years old i was still a virgin and even when i heard this i was like this isn't good right this isn't what (laughs) this isn't how it goes gene i mean must be love fits like a glove it must be right yeah if it's like yeah, I was going to make a very disgusting joke, and I just stopped myself and decided not to. Why not? What's your problem? Oh, boy. It's pretty <laughs> gross. All right. So, yeah. Courtney, do you want to talk about this first? Um, sure. Fits like a glove. Well, before I heard it, I thought it was about Vinny's pants, but it's not. <laughs> it is about Gene having sex again. What? Um, but I'm so surprised that with how often he talks about his, his, his privates, which yeah. he refers to is my love he didn't say my love fits like a glove right that would have been must be love fits like a glove like why didn't he go for his usual thing well he did say his snake's alive he, he says did. that and, and it's ready to bite ready to bite 
Yeah. But I mean, you feel my love and, and she's my love in her hands. Like I thought he would say my love fits like a glove. I was just surprised yeah. he didn't. But, um, you know, it's kind yeah. of a fun song. It's kind of in your face and it's dirty and, yep. you know, a little raunchy, but whatever. It's really graphic, actually. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. He's usually more about like the double entendres and everything, but not here. No, He's not at all. Like, right out there with wet dreams and urging to merge. And it's right there in your face. I mean, I mean yeah. Just now, I, I I was reading it as Gene earlier, but when you just read the line, because when I go through her, it's just what? Shut yeah. up! He's <laughs> pretending he's a buzzsaw. I know. I just uh, <laughs> how did he never have like a like a um, like a chainsaw on his codpiece and come out and like you know <laughs> cut something in half with it? Probably because Wasp did that like two. Oh minutes yeah, you're right. You're right. Kyle, I'm what are you surprised they didn't do it like 10 years later and say that they cl- claim that they did it first. <laughs> Baby, do you want some toast? I got the Sorry. <laughs> Now, Kyle, again, I know that you danced with your mom at your wedding to this song. So how does it what? <laughs> so it's again, it means something um, to you personally. It, look, uh, based on the title and knowing, you know, it's Gene, I thought it was going to. I thought it was going to be way worse than it was. Like I, I liked it as a good groove. It does have a good groove. Listen too closely to the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if yeah. you're, just, if you listen to this song, but without intently focusing on the lyrics mm-hmm. until that, uh, hot knife through butter part. Um, yeah, you're banging your head, you're grooving, you're pounding yeah. the steering wheel, you're into it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a gene song. That's the thing when, when it's a gene song, you 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 can kind of predict what might be coming up. So, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the- I, I love the rhythm, the verses and the choruses. Both got a really good hook. It's a, it's a great rock and gene song. There, there's another great guitar solo in this one. Vinny's doing good work. Um, but in uh, 2020 and 2021, can you say I've got the urge to merge? <laughs> As a no. pickup line, so no. When you some points, no. Nope. So don't. Nope. Erase that from your repertoire. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I can silence a room like nobody. Here's well, what... I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking really, really. If a guy I've said, got "I've the got the urge to, to merge. merge," yeah, it's poetry. A little bit. It I is poetry. You find it romantic. That's probably the most romantic song. <laughs> night scenes wet dreams enough to make you drool and fire 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 for the fuel yeah man i mean around christmas time sure old night yeah you know. the yule log he um put his yule log in, in a fireplace we're, we're getting to that later <laughs> yes we are we're getting to i that didn't even later. think of that joke how dare i not now courtney right. i'm a bad person courtney typically guys are not hit on by women who throw out pickup lines in your personal life it, can you recall like the worst pickup line a guy ever threw out to you oh yeah i've had some bad ones um one time this guy said to me <laughs> uh wouldn't it be weird if like our skin was on the out like our insides were on the outside and like our brain was on the outside so instead of getting a haircut you would like have to go to a brain surgeon do you want to get a drink? Wow. Do you want to get a drink? That's a, Do you want to I mean, get a clearly, drink? 
Yeah. Does this person not, not understand how sentences work? It was so <laughs> weird. <laughs> he was so weird. And uh, and then one time I had a guy say- So wait a minute, what, was, what drink did you order? I didn't. <laughs> I know. I know. Was this, was this by any chance Ed Gein? <laughs> He's a serial killer. Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, no, no. Courtney, go ahead. Keep going because I want to hear this. Uh, and then another time I had a guy say, um, oh, I, I wrote a whole blog about this called Root, Mean Things Guys Have Said to Me. Oh, no. And I had like all these great ones and I can't remember because I haven't been single for 12 years, so I don't remember. But one time I did a show and I used to do like when I was heavier, I used to do like self-deprecating material about my body. And this guy came after me and he was like, I really liked you. And I was like, oh, thanks. And he's like, I want to get you a drink. And I was like, okay, because you always want the audience to buy you drinks. So yeah. It helps the bar. You know? So far, everything's good about this. So far. Puts his arm around me and yeah. goes to his friends. Hey, I'm hanging with the fat chick. Oh. It's just broke bad. I blew him right then and there. <laughs> <laughs> that just that's, broke that's horribly tacked. wrong. Isn't that awful? That's, that's terrible. Um, oh, my God. You know, before the pandemic, I wanted to use as a pickup line, <laughs> would you like to go to a Judge Judy taping? <laughs> just as some weird, like you could, we That's could go good, to a taping of Judge Judy. It's just down the street. And I just for the weird reaction. But uh, here I got I also good. I got a coat like a glove. Does it make anybody else think of the OJ trial? Or we <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does now. Yeah, he actually sued Johnny Cochran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if the glove doesn't fit on my he lap, pay, he, he has to pay residuals every time they show <laughs> right. that clip. I uh, I just came up with a good uh, COVID uh, era pickup line. If you just uh, you look at uh, you look at whoever you're interested in, you just go. I I want to get maskless with you. Uh huh. Mm, right. Yeah. In intimate. You uh, will go behind a partition. <laughs> you show me your face. I'll show, show you mine. You mine. Ugh. <laughs> I never so used the, Let's all go get tested together. <laughs> I never used any pickup lines. I would just talk to someone and then see if maybe they enjoyed my company. <laughs> and yeah, then so see where it goes from there. I would yeah, talk to someone so and then they usually walk away from me. That's how it happened. Pickup lines don't work. No. Pickup They're lines. They're like, Kyle, Kyle, no one's here about Frankenberry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Okay. <laughs> how, do you like your, how, do you like your, how do you like your Frankenberry in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got Frankenberry and Booberry if you want to. You want to mix those together, see what happens. <laughs> oh, when I pour milk in my cereal, it makes my cereal so wet. <laughs> hey, I just. Cereal? I just realized that this album closes out with Gene, 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 three Gene songs in a row. It does. Let's go with uh, another one Gene wrote by himself, Dance All Over Your Face. <laughs> Hey, listen, baby. 
That's good, Kyle. Uh, look, I'm just going to start because I, this, for me, this is the worst song on the album. This just has nothing. Uh-oh, Courtney, Courtney might have a different opinion. It's all opinions. I'm not right, and no one's right or wrong. This just is, has nothing that I like. I just like... <laughs> The, the lyrics are just plodding along like he's saying whatever he wants to say. You know, walk into the freezer, get some food. It's just like, it's like, what? Nothing. Just, I don't like anything. I don't like anything about it. But Courtney, you might have a different opinion. What's up? Um, I like it, but it makes me laugh. Okay. It, it does make me laugh. But, um, you know, like on your, you know, on your, on your iTunes you only pluck a few songs from your favorite albums. Right. And this is one of my plucked songs. I actually kind of like it. All right. Um, I just think that it's kind of like he starts out like liking her. You know, it starts out with, hey, listen, babe, and then goes to, hey, listen, bitch. Right. And I'm just so surprised because Gene doesn't, you know, I've never heard him call a woman a bitch in a song, really. Has he? I mean, this is before Burn, uh. Bitch, Burn, but has he done a bitch before this? I, can't no. I, I don't think so. I think this is his first one. Yeah, he gets a little bit like in the beginning he likes her and then he stops liking her and then he just wants to do this. He just wants to dance, <laughs> which obviously means put on moisturizer. Because yeah. you were getting, uh, Courtney, you were getting to the lyric where he says, yes, I saw you with another man and you put me in disgrace. Yeah. So thus right. the dancing all over the face. So, right, now all right. a bitch. So, because Gene's always been faithful in every relationship he's <laughs> been yeah. involved with. Um, so sure. I, it, my, he must have really been crestfallen yeah. when this woman cheated on him. Someone hurt him, yeah. hurt him bad. Yeah, because he's angry. He's angry. Not happy. No Cut. thigh-high boots for f- forbidden fruits. No satin and lace. <laughs> Just going to dance on your face. I Not feel like there. satin and lace or leather and lace are in just too many songs. <laughs> that combo. Or like if, some, if, the, if something happens at night, you can bet something's going to happen during the day. I mean, it's <laughs> like, Kyle, what do you think of dance all over your face? Uh, again, like the groove isn't bad. This one, you don't even really have to listen to lyrics that much. To, <laughs> to don't. They're like, uh, uh, yeah, no. All I right. mean, I would take the other one over this for sure. It's like a glove. Okay. Maybe he needs a co-writer. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, let's find out because the next one we close it out with on, on the eighth day written with Gene and Vinnie Vincent. So let's hear if we close it out strong.
Uh, let's start with Christian. Okay. Um, there's some kind of fun drum fills in the opening of the song as it gets into it. Uh, this song's kind of a precursor to God Gave Rock and Roll to You because he's he's talking about on the eighth day, God created rock and roll. So, um, yeah, you know, it's... Uh, it's not a strong closer, though. Yeah, it's not a super strong closer. I, I like the rhythm of it. Um, a lyric is, you sold your soul and virginity. You can't rape a heart of gold. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yes, you were yeah. born to rule. It's destiny. Now it can be told. And then we're, anyway. Um, Again, I feel like with the title of And on the Eighth Day, I, I just feel like there's more that you could do with a, a song that has that title more you know mm -hmm. something it's clever yeah but it seems uh yeah and towards just, the end I'm... of the song oh I, just one last thing uh towards the end of the song it slows down a little mm -hmm. and it goes kind of goes into a marching drum snare thing and just for effect it's you... like oh just something different they threw in there but and you like that I, I I thought that was cool. And okay. Part of the grandness of what Gene always thinks he's doing. At least. <laughs> right. Good call. But, I like yeah. how you put that. Thank uh, you. Kyle? I'm just uh, like, first off, I'm just surprised and glad that it wasn't like on the eighth day, God fucked. Like that's what <laughs> we were leaning towards. God got mother nature. Hey, he made that glove fit. Uh, so yeah, so no, we, I'm glad, I'm happy about that. It's fine. I like that. I like what Christian brought up about the God gave rock and roll to you and put that together, but here, I'm going to make uh, up some gene lyrics, right? Yeah, off. It's not, it's not a great album closer. I'm going to make up some gene lyrics right off the top of my head. God got mother nature and he took it behind the tree. <laughs> Two minutes later, after they fucked out, popped me and on the eighth day eighth day it's like perfect not bad no <laughs> i don't even write songs i don't even write songs courtney what do you think of on the eighth day i actually like this song uh courtney's like into it. the gene gene is turn is getting courtney going on this album well, it's just the chorus is so long. I feel like it goes on way too long. If the song should have been a little shorter. I know it's already kind of short, mm -hmm. but like it's it's the chorus. I mean, I guess it's not really that short. Now I'm looking at the time. Like four minutes. Yeah, it's too long. It's It could have been a three-minute something song. Yeah, or or have like a better bridge to Maybe. give you the four minutes or something. But yeah, chorus. yeah, no, I... I 100% get what you're saying on that. Yeah, but I do like it. I think it's fun. All right, let's uh, let's uh, go around the horn. We'll do some overall thoughts on the album. Um, uh, who wants to start? Christian, you want to start with some overall thoughts? Mm, yeah, I overall, it's a pretty strong offering. It, now, wasn't this the first... Kiss album to go gold this, in a couple of albums. This went uh, this one went platinum actually. Okay, yeah, but maybe that's Which over the, time. Maybe it initially went gold, but yeah, it it is currently a platinum album. Okay, yeah. So that uh, and that hadn't happened for Kiss in a in a couple albums. Yeah, not for a while. Um, yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's some songs that jump out, and I like the two video cuts. I like the two hits. Okay. 
Um, but it doesn't, uh, it's not super memorable for me personally. Yeah. Okay. Kyle. Uh, what we just talked about overall thoughts on the, overall thought thoughts oh, on, on the, album. the album itself. Sorry. I thought you were still talking about song. Um, it's fine. I liked it a lot better than I thought I was going to like in my memory. Okay. There were more songs that I liked. Um, cause I really looking at it, I was like, Oh, I think I only like lick it up, but no, I like, you know, exciter and, um, yeah, million to one's fine. And, uh, you know, I forgot about the rap until it like right as it started. And I was like, Oh, I, I had to play that for Marissa. She was like, what is this? <laughs> like, is the whole song like this? I was like, no, but, but it might as well that. be Courtney. Uh, oh, go, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, that was it. It's like, yeah, it's fine. Um, I will also agree with you. It's, it's better than I thought it was. Cause again, reading the song titles and without listening for a long time, I was just like, yeah, I don't think I like this album. But uh, I do like the Paul songs better than the Gene songs. And uh, definitely I would have left a couple songs off. Not, I wouldn't have released an eight-song album, but I think uh, they had to have had something to replace a couple of these that I personally don't like. But L Lick It Up is by far and away for me the standout of all standouts on this uh, album and then maybe Exciter. And Courtney, what about you? You seem to like the Gene on this one. I did. I do. I mean, I'm I'm being very um, easy on it, I think. But um, I love Lick It Up so much. I love that song a lot from like since the first time I heard it to now that it's I've heard it so many times um, that when I went back to this album as an adult, I had a hard time finding anything to match the level of that song to me in my heart. Like, yeah. How I liked it. And um, so it took a couple of listens before I kind of picked out, you know, the songs that I like, you know, like A Million to One. And I do like Dance All Over Your Face. I like it. It's, it's campy. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. funny. You know, it's, it's just ridiculous. But it is kind of fun. So, um, but like as far as like putting this album on and letting it play through, I've really never done it. Yeah. So yeah. It's not a, it's, yeah. I, I would cherry pick songs on this one for sure. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. all right. So not, uh, not a reigning endorsement from any of us, but we also, none of us, uh, didn't like it. We enjoyed, we enjoyed going back yeah. and revisiting lick it up. Is that true? What do you think? Yes. All right. All right. Excellent. Okay. Moving on a year later, we've got a new guitarist and this is a very short album. Animalize. It has nine songs. It only comes in at 36 minutes. Mm. I want to show this inside photo. I, this might be it the like 300 minutes no, for the people who are going to watch the video, the Patreon people. That's like an amazing picture. Like I always thought this was a Those great cool. picture of Gene. Like he looks, I mean, very chiseled, very chiseled, mm -hmm. like more than I've ever seen him. So, mm -hmm. yeah. so just, a, just a question for time period wise for, mm -hmm. for lick it up and stuff. Was this around the time when Gene was going to start starring in like movies and TV shows. Yes. I like try and break into acting. So is that part of the reason why they took the makeup off? Well, I, I believe with this album, especially Gene, I think Paul says Gene is missing in action during this period of kiss. So Paul produces this album. Gene gets an associate producer credit. The, the credits are all over the place. Like there's, there's a lot of other bass players on here. Uh, let me let me look it up. 
real quick so I can know what I'm talking about. And, yeah. So so would have would Gene have been filming Runaway with Tom Selleck? I think maybe during said. this period. Yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah. But um, yeah, we got uh, uh, if I'm saying his name right, uh, Gene Beauvoir. He was from the Plasmatics. He plays no, based. It's, uh, it's not Beauvoir. It's he Bouvier. pronounces it. Bouvier. Um, Bouvier. No, it's Beauvoir. Sorry, it not Bouvier. Sorry, B- no, you were right. Beauvoir. He Sorry, pl- what's wrong with me? He plays bass on th- three three songs. Paul plays bass on a song. Uh, like I don't think Gene plays bass on any of the Paul songs. And um, yeah, this is a this is a, this is a tricky one for me. I'm I this, you know. Right off, right we, before we even start, I'm going to say for me, this is the this is my least favorite Kiss album. Animalize is, and this the one uh, the one time Mark St. John yes had recording credits and uh, yeah no video and one video credit. Yep, no writing credits. Um, I saw this tour. I saw oh, the really? An- Animalize tour and the aforementioned Wasp opened up, and I remember there are lots of parents with their kids there, and then Wasp came out and said who. <laughs> Who wants to fuck like a beast? Oh and uh, and the parents were like, oh "What the hell is going on? Let's go buy a T-shirt, uh, Johnny." Yeah. Um. So that's the good thing. I did. I did get to see all every Kiss drummer live. You know, Eric, ah, Eric Carter. Cool. Oh, and that's um, cool. I remember the stage being very sparse, but they had uh, uh, the actual floor of the stage was made up of the the prints that are on the animal prints that are on the album cover. It. I don't think the set list was great. I, I don't remember it being a very memorable show. It was kind of like, oh, that was it, huh? You, uh, does any? Do you happen to have this book? No. Okay. Ooh. Because this um, really documents the entire concert career, and it, it tries to give a set list of every concert they ever did. Okay. Oh, wow. So it's an interesting. It's an interesting record of things, you know. Yeah, I just remember the set list not being great, and they might have leaned heavy on they were leaning heavy i think on lick it up and animalize and then you know throw in a you know rock and roll all night and maybe a couple other things but so it was a and they were very you know they're very trying to be very metal you know what i mean and it just i don't think of kiss as a metal band i think of them as a rock band and maybe not even a hard rock band sometimes just a rock band but um let's uh let's kick it off with uh a song co-written by Paul Stanley and Desmond Child called I've Had Enough Into the Fire. wants to say Christian would you like to start certainly okay this I think this is a fun song it's a good rocker to kick things off um it's uh 
you know, the drums do some cool things, uh, and it, and there's a really good guitar solo on it. Um, uh, Paul does a, a fair amount of falsetto singing mm-hmm. on this song, hearkening back to those skills. But I uh, just part of uh, maybe just part of Paul given everything he's got for this uh, particular song. Um, yeah, but but it seems that this is one another one of those Kiss songs about like, oh, you're down in the dumps and you everybody's <laughs> been hard on you, but you got the power to you know rise to the top and I you know and see I think I get corny inspiration out of songs like this. So, but I get cor- I get corny inspiration off those Kiss songs too. But I like when they're done better, like Crazy Nights has some amazing songs like that that I still love, like My Way and Turn On The Night and, uh, you know, Crazy Nights. I mean, yeah, I, I think Kiss is best when they have an outside producer telling them a little bit of, mm, let's try this or let's do that. I think when they're left to their own devices in the studio, they might not have the best filter about themselves. Is this just Paul and Gene producing credits on this uh, one? Paul has... Else? Paul is the producer. Gene has an associate producer okay. credit, which he probably just demanded. I, I really think this yeah. is Paul's baby. Um, for me, this song is co-written by Desmond Child, and I would have thought that Paul and Desmond would have come up with something a lot more melodic. And again, yeah. like they do on the Crazy Nights albums, this just uh, this song to me doesn't do it doesn't do anything for me. It's like an immediate like yeah. skip to the next one. Courtney, what do you think? Well, I, sorry, I missed the top of the animalized thing, but like, um, I, I call this the fire album because every single song is fire, burn, hot. It's, it's, <laughs> I was like, I wanted to go through and count how many times they said a reference to fire or burning and hot. Like, I, it's got to be like 30, 40 times easily. Even the- uh, even the back cover, it's uh, flame. It's flames. There's some fire. Yes, and the word flame. Post-apocalyptic, is in it still. Fire. Everybody flame. in the '80s, everybody was singing about the heat. Yeah, the heat is on. <laughs> Feel the heat. Right. Can you get the heat? <laughs> right. Long before um, climate change, people were singing about the heat. They, were, they must have been going through menopause because there are a lot of hot flashes. Even, even in Boogie Nights, where that scene where, you know, they decide they're going to be recording artists. Mm-hmm. And yes. even the, the fake song they're in the studio recording is they're singing about the heat. Feel so the I heat. thought that was funny. Uh, well, they played the DVD to this, con- the Animalized concert, um, constantly on the cruise. Like, uh, on the TVs, wow. it was 24 hours. So that was the yeah. first time I saw it. And I was like, oh, my God. These outfits are... <laughs> incredibly yeah. revealing. Yeah. I mean, they looked like it was very, very like they were just like walking sex objects, which I'm sure they loved. Um, but it was like even more than I'd ever seen before with kiss. Like this was like, we are here to have sex with you. <laughs> and, um, they're bringing the heat. Oh my God. They really do bring the heat. And then Gene's got a headband, which was a really good move for him because <laughs> of how much he sweats. Yeah. And I'm surprised he didn't keep the headband. Yeah. Cause he is like the sweatiest man. So um, anyway, I was just going to say that about this album and then I have some other stuff later. But um, I've had enough Into the Fire. I just feel like I like the way he invites you into the album right out of the gate with, come on! It's like, come on in! Come on in in my off-the-shoulder animal print. 
That's right. My welcome to the tank show. Top. Yeah, welcome to the show. It's basically so. I, yeah. That's the only part really about that song that I like. It's okay. You know, An- it's okay. Animalize is a title. It just feels like like they're trying for some type of a Def Leppard one word title. Like there's there's no songs on this album about being in the jungle or the wild or you know what no. I mean. It's just like it should have been called Arson. It's right. Kyle, what do you think of that album cover? I mean, it, I mean, it goes oh, with, it goes with the title, but, but it's just, it's, it's, it doesn't tell me bad. anything. You know, yeah. Peter Chris isn't, there's not I even a kitty cat in the band anymore. Animal. I would rather be one animal skin. Cause it's weird. Cause it's not even like all big cats. Like one's a zebra. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. There's no, that's not a cat. So it's just like it's like cheetah, zebra, tiger, and I guess the black is a panther up here, but it gets lost in the in the logo. Yeah, it just gets lost in the yeah, whatever. I think Paul was so pissed that he really had to carry the weight on this. Yeah. that when it was time to pick album covers, he's like, "This one's just gonna be me." And they're like, <laughs> they, they, no, laid, Paul. they laid four animal fabrics on top of each other, and we're like, "Pick one." He's like, "Yes, this right here." Yeah, <laughs> the swatch. <laughs> the All swatch. four together. <laughs> yeah, the, it's. And, this tour, um, speaking of, this is where, where Gene was wearing a wig, but a wig that was different, right? Because because he had to cut his hair for the Tom Selleck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's wearing so kind he of... came back and for these videos in this tour, because it was more kind of straight hair. It wasn't like so much... It kind of floated around his head. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So... Crazy. Just another thing to point out about... <laughs> All right, let's move on to uh, track two, also co-written with Paul Stanley and Desmond Child, and this is Heavens on Fire. What does he do? His hands are on fire. <laughs> Courtney? Oh, this song's awesome. I used to love this video. Yeah. It was such a fun video because they were kind of being silly, yep. kind of having some fun a little bit in the middle. And uh, I like Eric Carr's drums just look like its own city. Yep. <laughs> like, and I, I like, like so, um, what's the word I'm trying to look, I'm trying to think of? Um, impressive. Yes. Like when you see that, it's like, whoa. Um, and uh, it's a great song. I like when they play it live. They played it couple of times when I saw them in the last 10 years. It was good. Yeah, I like That's when Gene does the <laughs> the breathing thing. I love that. This is a top 10 kiss song for me. Literally, I love wow. it so much. Of all time. Of all time. This is a top 10 kiss song for me. I love the drums throughout the entire song. I love the Whoa! I love that at the beginning and I I just I love it. It's just a fun song. It's like it's the lick it up 
for sure of this album. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just, I love it. I've always loved it. And, uh, and since it was the first song released, I was very excited for the Animalize album. And then, then not so much, but um, what about you, Christian? What do you think of Heaven's on Fire? I do like it. I do love, I love it. I got to say yeah. um, it's so catchy and hooky. Yes. And when they brought it back into the set live, uh, it, it just had such a great crowd reaction. It really got the girls up and dancing. Mm. Yep. So that was a, that was a plus. Um, and the video is a lot of, <laughs> the video is a lot of fun. Uh, you know, only, and again, only appearance by Mark St. John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But isn't the theme of the video is that we're a rock band and we have sex with multiple women at the same time, <laughs> all in the same room together. Mm-hmm. That's basically what the. That's what the video. Georgie. Yep. That's what they're saying. That's, that's what they're what... saying. They're like no bones about it, you know. Um, and I've always, I always liked the lyric, eat it like a piece of cake. Yes. Yeah. I just like it. I just like it. You know, enjoy what you're wearing earrings. We have to really, we can't forget the earrings. He's rocking. Yeah. Paul's rocking a lot. I, I was going to try to figure out what kind of guitar he's playing in the video, but I ran out of time, but it's a cool design of guitar. Um, and it's got another great guitar solo in it. Wait, yep. no, no, I'm looking at something else. Another kind of no nonsense guitar solo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah, well, yeah, that, that's why I made the notes. It's another thing that just kind of gets repeated four times. Yep. Yeah, it. Um, maybe just to make it more pop friendly or radio friendly, or yeah, maybe. it's it's definitely a, it's definitely a poppy radio song for sure. Mm-hmm. Kyle. Thoughts on Heaven's on Fire? Yeah, this might be the only good song on this album. <laughs> I'm I with mean, I'm with you, but we'll get to it. it yeah, it, it's it, it's killer. It's, I, it's I would the, put it in my top ten, but I'm not blaming you for putting it in yours. That makes sense. It definitely yeah. it definitely stands out so far and away from the pack that it's it's uh it's such a glaring. You know what I mean? It's a uh, I don't think there's anything that comes close to this, but people might have different opinions. So we'll find out when we get there. Uh, Mark St. John came from a band called white tiger, which I've never heard of. I've seen, I saw their album once again. I don't know how kiss wouldn't everyone of note wanted to be in kiss back then. Did they take a guy that would, that would work for cheap that would, but was passable. I mean, I don't know how this guy got in the band. Um, Maybe they were looking for like a, a better looking dude too. Maybe to kind of add because Eric Carr's very attractive mm-hmm. and you know Gene and Paul are sexy. So maybe they're because Mark St. John was a handsome guy. Mm-hmm. He had beautiful eyes. I mean, he was a nice looking guy. Maybe that was part of it. Maybe he had, they wanted a prettier he, guy. He has like the, he has like an Italian like Stallone type of a look. Yeah. Hey. I mean, you know, he's pretty handsome. Hey, Mark St. John. <laughs> Not that Ace and Vinny aren't aren't nice looking guys, but they're uh, Mark St. John's better looking than them. Yeah. So, I mean, from a girl point of view, I'd say like maybe they were mm-hmm. going for like the full on we're hot. You want to have sex with all of us, not just three of us. <laughs> all right, moving on to the. Uh... No one thinks that's how we think. That's how girls think. <laughs> moving Wait, on. Did to... you repeat that? <laughs> I... Say that again. All right. I said maybe they were they wanted the girls to want to. Th- say like we want to have sex with all of them instead of just three of them just three of them okay all right yeah. so all right 
Gene goes all in on the word bitch with this one. He puts it right in the title. <laughs> burn. Burn, bitch, all burn. In, baby. All in. He, I mean. Balls deep. <laughs> this, this song, I mean, you, you know what it's about from the title. It can't be anything good. It's burn, bitch, burn, Kyle. Let's hear it. sentiment oh my god Ugh. i want to put my log in your fireplace is just Ugh. a grown Happy man wrote that you know like you know like <laughs> s- uh, kids in their garage didn't write that a grown successful musician <laughs> this band just had a comeback album with lick it up and and this is what he comes up with for this album it's just i i I have to assume Paul was not down with some with a song like that, but it, it's a democracy, so and they need they. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Needed songs because this is only nine songs on this album. So uh, I'm just, I just don't, I, I, I just don't like anything about Burn, Bitch, Burn. It's, <laughs> even, when, it's, even in the lyrics, like it's not even an ad lib. It's actually written here. My, my, yeah. My, my, yeah. Mm. Just I, listen to this, babe. I mean, it's um, and we, the opening lyrics are well. It's out of the frying pan and into the fire. You're bent over, baby, <laughs> and let me be the driver. That doesn't oh, rhyme. By the way, the, rhyme, I mean, it rhymes. Yeah. It's close. Yeah. That just made me think, uh, Courtney. Fire that, driver. It's close. That made me think, Courtney. In in Domino, Gene says that bitch bends over. I forget my name. My name. Yeah. Yep. So maybe Gene does like this word bitch. Uh, Court- bending him over, that's for sure. And <laughs> he's making breakfast at the same time, I think. Yeah, and at this point, if Gene bends bad. over, he rips his pants. So Gene's not bending <laughs> over. <laughs> Court- but by the way, the log in the fireplace is not the worst line in the song. <laughs> no. what, would you, lyric- what would you consider is the most Well, graphic? it's an act of thrust. An act of thrust? <laughs> That's good. That's oh good. Oh my god! Slice it. 
Uh, it's, it is an act of thrust. Right. Yeah, My not God. trust, thrust. Right. It's a little... <sighs> that's, he's Gene's better than that. Gene, you're better than that. It's so funny because on Asylum, he has a song called Any Way You Slice It, and I love that song. Mm-hmm. Because it's Any Way You Slice song. It. You know you can't deny it. I like that. So, Courtney, uh, big fan of this song, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. This is uh, right up there uh, with... Uh, Christine 16. Again, here this is the case that no song can follow up Heaven's on Fire. So let's throw this on there afterwards. What do you think, Kyle? Maybe, because it's ridiculous. Sorry. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. Kyle, what do you think? Oh, I so this (laughs) I mean, outside of us making fun of it, that's about the only joy that this song brings. And I, I do like the catchiness of the chorus but i don't like what they're saying right you know what i mean musically there is some catchiness in there it's kind of like too when when you hear like a little kid swear they don't know why it's you know what i mean like it's cute because they're saying it and we're laughing that's how i feel about this song (laughs) (laughs) all right moving on we are moving on to uh a, a song uh, a Paul Stanley song co-written with Mitch Wiseman. Well, I don't know anything about Mitch Wiseman, but this is get all you can take. So uh, I don't know if does that, I don't know if that means out of life or, or is that women or what is it? Let's find out when we hear get all you can take. It's women. <laughs> It's just a cacophony. It's just, that song is unlistenable to me. It's, oh my God. Oh, really? All yeah, right. I, 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 I hate that one. Okay, cool. I cool. hate it. I hate it. And again, I, I like that you guys uh, know that you, you, if you love it, say you love it. Cause I, I certainly do. So I like that you guys, uh, you know, it's not the Pat, what Pat thinks I, but I do. I hate it so much. There's nothing for me to grab onto uh, as a fan. Like I can't sing along with it. I can't, I don't feel like air drumming or air guitaring. It's just. Uh, that was uh, all you could take was just that. That's little all I can take. Yep. I've had all, I've had all I can take. That's Cor- it. Uh, Christian, what do you think? Oh, I dig it. I dig it. I think it's got a great hook. Uh, it's catchy. It's interesting. I think it kind of grew on me over time. Maybe okay. initially I didn't, uh, Maybe there was a lot going on, like mm-hmm. you said, uh, but kind of whatever you would consider sort of the pre-chorus of the song is kind of catchy to me. And then the chorus itself, I like. Um, I don't know if I can properly explain it. There's this thing in music that where they talk about like the questions and the answers. Okay. Like, but it's sort of like in the chorus, 
they've kind of got those lines where there's a group vocal and that sort of be like the question. And then Paul answers it with a solo vocal. Okay. So it's sort of like this kind of like, you know, it's like, it's like a question sets it up and the answer kind of brings resolution to it. It's a weird thing to try to explain, but that's what they have going on with that. The kind of the group vocal and then the solo vocal. You are de- um, you are definitely coming at it uh, uh, more. F- is it philosophical than I am? I'm just like try. Yeah, my- when he's when he you know with the lyrics that we've just reviewed, I'm, tra- <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get I'm a trying. heavy approach. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Courtney. Let's- um, I like the chorus. I love Paul doubling his vocals. Like it's basically just all Paul. Paul it is all Paul. Paul. It's a duet with Paul. It's Paul's duet with himself. Because it's basically, yeah. I mean, there's so, I mean, I know, and every, you know, we've all read the thing and heard Paul's book on tape. I, mean, I did the audio book because I had to listen to him talk the whole time and read the book. But um, and it's, you, there's no other way to do it than the audio with Paul. That's when Gene came in and I was so mad. Like, it is so, <laughs> love it. But he was so pissed about animalized. He get, you can tell, like, in his voice, he starts getting, like, angry. Yeah. And oh, that is treasure. Yeah, yeah. Treasure. listen to it. It's like he's awesome. mad. And um, and so I I think with this song, he's just like, fuck it, I'm going to play all the instruments myself. Yeah, I'm going to do everything. And I'll just <laughs> sing about sex. And I'm going to do it hurting. myself. It's Paul on guitar, Paul on tambourine, you know, Paul on triangle. It's just Paul <laughs> on everything. Kyle, what do you think of this song? Uh, I mean, it like... It's catchy at the beginning. It's like it's like at a ten, and then like the chorus like drops down. But now that Christian has explained why musically, I get. I guess I get it more. But yeah, way to bring intelligence into it, Christian. Yeah, I, I mean, it's fine. It's I, I barely remember it from when we just heard it. So <laughs> I mean, if that's a gauge. What was what was Eric Carr's role in the band at this point? I, I just feel like he just walked in and just played whatever. I mean, he tried for sure, but I don't think he had much yeah, say. He didn't ha- he didn't have much say in any of this no. in, in, in making any of these records. I, I don't I never Paul feel that he takes all the credit for this. Yeah, he's like yep. I did everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, they right. it really seemed like the other guys were just sort of the hired guns. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're moving on to track five. Lo- uh, Lonely is the hunter. And I believe, let me look. This is the worst song ever. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. That's what, and, and Kulik is on guitar on this. Yes. Mark St. John is not on this song. So let's hear it.
again, this um, this thing about with with Gene, you know, that girls <laughs> girls like two things: they want to get railed and they like money. I mean, that's really that's. I mean. That, Courtney, that oh, well, uh, well, in fairness, they, they don't want to get railed. They want to get a log in their fire. Specifically. <laughs> Courtney, this, this, is this an act with Gene? He can't. Is this how he really feels deep down in his core? Is this maybe it's unbelievable. Maybe. This. I mean, um, yeah. This the only is, thing I wrote for this was I hate this song. No, I, I hate it, too. I just hate it. It's got a little bit of a groove that I like. Boom, doo, doo, yeah. Doo, doo. yeah. But that's it. The lyrics ruin it. And is yeah, he, now, a- what is the sentiment Gene is expressing? Is that <laughs> he, there is a little bit of a, an emotional emptiness that he faces by uh, yeah. <laughs> a sex with a different girl every m- night, taking a Polaroid of them and sending them, sending them on their way. But <laughs> You know, he he's he's uh, left with a little kind of absence of meaning. Is, well, is what he's coming to terms with? These lyrics don't even make sense to me. My eggs in one basket, but she <laughs> but she true. but she threw me a bone. <laughs> she was dealt a full deck, but she likes to live alone. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't even understand. I don't even want to dig deep into these and try to figure it out because it's just nonsense to me. But money and honey rhyme. Yeah, but and money and honey rhyme. rhyme. They'll always rhyme. It was like he was between takes in the movie and was like, shit, I got to finish this song. I really feel uh, like these These feel like he just wrote these in an afternoon real quick and then just mm-hmm. sent them to Paul. And Paul was like, we got, we're, you know, we're on a, we only got so many days in the studio. So yeah, let's do it. Kyle, what do you, I know you love it, Kyle. Oh, it's, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Just jumping off of your thing there, it's it was like Tom Selleck was like, "What's my motivation?" And Gene Simmons <laughs> is asking a PA what rhymes with money. <laughs> <laughs> it just now it's, somewhere along the line of me living in LA for you know twenty whatever years, I heard a story about Kiss was recording some album somewhere, and Gene like kind of poked his head out and goes. Hey guys, I need a, a word that rhymes with something. I mean, it was literally. Wow. I don't know if that's I believe a true story it. or not, but I'm just probably. Like, I'm stuck. What rhymes with uh, uh, driver? <laughs> <laughs> when when Gene Fine. when Gene's Very good, cool. he's a he's great. Great. And when he's bad, it's just unlistenable. Like for me, there's no like. Oh yeah, that's kind of good for me. It's just like ugh. Gene. Maybe he wanted his songs to be on the same plane as his acting for this time period. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. He could have been trying Can to have one. He could have been mad at Paul too. The way Paul was mad at Gene. Maybe, Maybe. Gene's like, he's just, I'll just sabotage this thing with some bullshit. Maybe. So who knows? A little bit of uh, just a couple years later, uh, a movie came out. It was kind of a horror movie called trick or treat. Mm-hmm. that Gene mm-hmm. was in. He was in drag, right? He was a transvestite. I think. No, not a, if this oh, is the that might be I'm another movie. Of. I'm thinking of another. I think movie. it's another movie, but uh, in this one, he plays like kind of a small town rock and roll DJ. Oh, perfect! And he's really kind of. Uh, here's the thing: I haven't seen it since it came out in '86, but I remember being impressed, going, "Wow, he's kind of real natural and underplayed." And yeah, oh, I mean, I think Ozzy has a cameo in this movie too. Oh no! Oh no! And he's 
he's very good. <laughs> he's he's very. I mean, he's playing either himself or a rock star, and he's very big. But I do remember going, "Wow, Gene, Gene Simmons was pretty good as that DJ guy." Wow, but nice. I don't know. I mean, that's just one movie, and he had a very small role in it. So, well, here's the thing that bothers me, Gene. I feel like Gene's an intelligent guy. Mm-hmm. He seems intelligent. Well, like when he talks, if he's not saying nonsense. He's he sounds intelligent. You know what I mean? He really might have had no time. I mean, he really yeah. might not have had time. I mean, when but, you're filming a movie but, in the 80s, what cracks it me took up like seven months is Courtney. You say that. And yet he releases the vault that's got 150 songs on it. So he had to have something in the vault that he had written previously that he could have polished off. But I Around feel this time. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but I feel like he just said. This is it. This is what I got. And yeah, take why, it and leave it. why did he put something like, I, I put my Tolstoy in your war and peace? He's <laughs> <laughs> some of that intelligence. Yeah, come on, it's Gene. It's the only song that fits with the title of the album. It's the only one, Hunter and Animal. It's the, yeah. It's, that's it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I'm amazed that they didn't have like a hot girl dressed up like, you know, like, an, an, like an animal and they're like hunting her in the jungle. Yeah. All right. Moving on to... Track uh, track six, only track six, uh, Under the Gun. Like we've been doing this twice as long as we did the other one. I know. Co-written with Paul Stanley, Desmond Child, and Eric Carr, getting some publishing money. Uh, this is called Under the Gun. Oh! Have we explained how much I hate the new iTunes? Cool. Uh, it does suck. You mean music? You mean just... It's just called music. Oh, yeah. It's music. it's terrible. You used to be able to press space to play it. Now you can't do that. I know. I hate it, too. Keep going. I don't, I don't even have anything to say. I'll go with yeah. it, it, I, I like the energy and the intensity of it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's got intensity. Okay. It, it, Paul does a little rapping a little later on in the song. And any, yeah, but any song that utilizes pedal to the metal, I'm just. <laughs> yes. And you know, that brought up an interesting thought of mine. Uh, Pedal to the metal, is that a reference that can really be used in a tender love ballad? No. Absolutely. It's not. It, right? right? It, no. <laughs> you know, like, remember uh, Sheriff and When I'm With You? Yeah. Yes. You know? Oh, baby, I put the pedal to the metal when I'm with you. It just doesn't work. Does it? Kiss it's like one of my thoughts. It's like, is it ever too soon to say too soon? It's one of those thoughts. Yeah. And, okay, and, 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 and again, Desmond Child, think of what Desmond Child does when he works with Bon Jovi just like a few years later and with Cher and with Michael Bolton and then later with Kiss on other albums. 
This is just, we're not getting the best of Desmond Child on these co-writes mm. with Paul. I mean, if I had never heard this album before and I just opened it up and I read, oh, Desmond Child co-wrote three or four of these songs. Oh, this is going to be great. And no, it's not. So, uh, Courtney, what do you think of this song? Well, may- maybe it goes back to what you were saying about how, like, sometimes you need that objective person saying, listening to it, you know, mm-hmm. who's not emotionally attached to it. Yeah. Because it's not their voice. You know, and maybe Paul needed more of that. And maybe this song came in sounding like a Desmond Child song and became this. This, yeah. So it could have been different. Um, But, you know, it's okay. It's kind of a fun, straightforward chorus. I mean, it could maybe also be a little bit of a gene, you know, I'm doing all this myself. Thanks a lot. You know, it could have been a song like that, um, which is why he sounds so angry in it. (laughs) There's no under the rose. No, no. Yeah. Right. There's well, all... under the rose was on the elder, right? Yes. There's no? okay. All there's right. also drum overdubs on this album by Alan Schwartzberg, which is oh right, again, I remember reading that. Yeah, yeah, again, it's and there's some guitar overdubs on this by the co-writer Mitch Weissman, and it's uh, it's really it's not a band album at all. It's just a it's a hodgepodge of the songs that Gene and Paul head at the time uh kyle do you have anything on this song um i mean uh, and maybe it's because the rest of it is just such uh this one's like okay it's like a i guess it's more of like a not even like a palette like it's like a mint you found in <laughs> under the car seat or something like it's like <laughs> fine it's nothing <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, next up thrills in the night co-written with paul and uh jean bouvois yeah and um and, and and bouvois also plays a bass on this song and um let's hear thrills in the night this was the second single the thing sorry to jump in first guys um this this at the beginning here early early morning as she wakes from her sleep yeah that's when you wake up paul usually in the morning uh nine to five is the day that she'll keep all right she's she works she's got a job ties her hair up and her blouse button tight i mean he's just describing but here's the thing (laughs) 
person getting ready in the morning. Yeah, just she a person the morning getting ready. Right, she exactly. Um, <laughs> what? Wait. But um, um, the morning when, when we get to the lyrics, like, and she's walking around like a mystery, there's a woman that nobody sees living inside. The, this song is written about just a normal, uh, a normal working a woman or girl or whatever, but in, in a video, it would be like some hot model. You know what I mean? That would, you know, and it's just like, like I don't, the reporter in uh, the adamant goody two shoes video. Exactly. I mean, I just take off those glasses. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even know. I don't, I don't rock the cradle of love. Take I know what he, yeah, I know what he, I know what he's going for, but I just don't think he achieved it. I don't know. What do you guys think of the song? It's just, I don't know. Oh my Some, God, I love it. You do love it. I love okay, it. Okay, keep going. Tell me about it. Sell me. I love the way Paul's, I love the way he sounds. And um, I don't know. I just, I, this is my song that I've plucked from Animal Eyes that I love. All right. It's always my rotation with Kiss. And I think Paul sounds great and sexy and it's really intense and kind of fun. I mean, the thrills in the night part's a little bit silly, but the rest of it's just awesome. And I love how like in the video, which is like the, that animalized tour stuff, they all look like they're getting right off stage to go to an aerobics class or they just came back from their aerobics class. <laughs> here's some, here's some lyrics we didn't, uh, we didn't hear in the evening when she takes to the street, she goes hunting with a body in heat so now, yeah. is, is she a hooker by night? Is that what thrills in the night Maybe. is? Maybe. Yeah, that she gets her thrills in the night. Okay. She's like a daytime I girl, gotcha. and then at night she goes out and she gets her kick. Now I'm getting it. It's right in so the title, Pat. She takes off her glasses and takes down her hair. Come on, Pat. Like every right. woman. How, how dumb am I? I didn't get this. Um, and desires she's kept hidden inside make her tingle. Paul Stanley wrote the word tingle in his yellow notepad. <laughs> All right. Uh, Christian. Yes. Um, I like the chorus. I like the chorus is a little bit than the verse, but I think it's pretty catchy. Okay. Uh, and it's interesting watching the video for this because uh, they mix real live concert footage with, uh, you know, the concert the stage is all set up and let's shoot the video before we let people in. Okay. Yeah. One of those deals. <laughs> okay. The video where Paul, like he's not even trying to make it look like they're playing live, you know, cause uh, the microphone is here and he's all like playing up <laughs> the camera over here. And, um, but the video does show it kind of is a showcase for all of the technical and pyro stuff that they were still using. Um, so it seemed to me like there, there definitely was some purpose in advertising it that to the public going, yeah, there's no more makeup, but still look how they're dressed and look at all the fire and We're, look at the yeah. sparklers and look We're, at this thing rising up and this thing lowering down. And it We're, seemed like that's what the video was uh, really showcasing for it, them. It's like, guys, we're still giving you a show. So please come, come to the tour. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a show. Yeah. Kyle, but it is a, it is a catchy song, and it's got different elements to it than you know your old seventies Kiss albums. All right, Kyle throws in the night. Uh, it's like that. It's that Paul like lower register that I that he tries when she wakes up, albums, and it just doesn't <laughs> do it for me. Thrills in yeah. the night. Mystery. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Oh, and and something though that. Um, well, I know it, that you are sleeping, <laughs> but there's something I must say. Still the road, man. <laughs> what do you what do you say to that? Pass the cheese. Oh I'm sorry, Christian. I cried laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Christian. Go ahead. Sorry, Christian. <laughs> oh, just another little interesting uh, trivia element is that in the Bruce Kulick is in the video. Yes, he is. Yes, so he is. He was fully in the band. Um, and he, you know, was probably playing it live in concert, obviously. But in the video, he might have been, you know, miming to what Mark St. John had actually recorded. Yeah. Oh. You know, it's just part of that transition. But, yep. It's such um, a, yeah, Mark St. Yeah. John, I mean, when he got the call to be in Kiss, it, it's like the best call of his life. And then he just ends up being such a, a, a footnote because he would, the, the disease he got, uh, I, so I forget sad. what it was called, but yeah, it was very sad. And and he, he could have been in the band the whole time, or he might've only lasted through this album, no matter what, who knows? I, you don't know how they gelled with yeah. him as a person, but it's, uh, yeah. You have the Kiss Extreme close-up DVD, that home video? Yes, but I haven't seen these in so long. What does it say in there? Well, it's uh, just as a little section about Gene talking about Mark St. John mm -hmm. and about how he refers to him as another one of those guys in the 80s was really just trying to show off how flexible his fingers were mm -hmm. and how, you know, all these guitar tricks that were being innovative and he could do them all and do them very well. But Gene said he preferred just the feel of the song and, mm -hmm. you know, simple A chord that's going to break your ribs. Rather, he kind of compared to some right. of the notes like an angry bee and it just gets, to, you know, <laughs> well, see, it's just interesting. That's what he was saying. And that's the, that, the that's the, the that's the genius of Eddie Van Halen. When you hear Mark say, John, you would go, wow, that guy can play really fast. And when you heard Eddie Van Halen, you said, how is he doing that? What, what is that sound? How did he do that? I mean, and yeah. that's, that's the difference. You can't, you know, I don't know why I brought Eddie Van Halen up, but I did. Oh, no, no, no. Well, it's, it's worth it. Um, we lost him not long ago. True. So we're moving on. Uh, this is track eight of nine. Who knew that a short album would take so long? This is um, Gene Simmons writing with Mitch Weissman. This is called while the city sleeps. Then that woman's going to wake up. Um, I don't know if I wrote down 
poppy jean song or poopy jean song. I don't remember <laughs> if that's a typo or not. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, but it's okay. I like it. It doesn't really connect at all. It's one of those, here's a verse and a chorus that has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> they love you when you're hot, leave you when you're cold. I know, the hot yeah. and the cold. I for, uh, yeah. I for yeah. an eye. I feel like he's yeah. trying to cover some some of the same territory that he covered with the song Naked City from Unmask, and yet Naked City is such a cooler That's a cool song. song. And I don't think Gene's in great vocal great vocally on this album. It's kind of just in Cookie Monster mode. That's what yeah. I call it. Cookie Monster Gene. <laughs> like it, it, it almost yeah, yeah, cool. doing the growl thing. Yeah. <laughs> It kind of feels like one take Gene too. Like it wasn't like, <laughs> it's like they did. I really think they didn't even try with Gene's vocals. Like he just said, I can come in and lay it down. I got three hours free today. Mm -hmm. So let's do it. So. And just a note I wrote down is that, that this song does contain another very, very fancy, complex guitar solo. All right. Which most, pretty much all of them do. But it's like, oh, okay, here's uh, Mark St. John again doing all his, you know, impressive when, stuff, though. Yeah, and when when a, when, cool. when you have an amazing guitar solo in, a, in, a, in an amazing song, then you really gravitate to it. But sometimes if the song's not great, by the time you get to the solo, you might not care anymore. But yeah, this song is, yeah, I just, um, yeah, I'm not a fan of this one either. Kyle, what about you? Uh, yeah, this might as well have been called While I Sleep. <laughs> listening to it. So, such a snooze. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can be redeemed. If, if Gene Simmons and Mitch Wiseman can close it out strong. Bruce Kulick is on guitar on this song, too. This is Murder in High Heels. Come on, guys, do it for me. I just don't know. That was just, so, that little last part that faded out. I, that was the one part I liked. That kind of walked in high heels. Yeah, yeah. Up just to kind of a cool guitar riff. And, and the word fire. And and bitches. Fire. Bitches in here too. And bitch. Unbelievable. Bitch, you you're oh you're right, bitch. She's a get rich bitch. <laughs> what would be worse on a wound salt or lemon juice uh, this song this song yes she's salt a, on the wound she's a cat been caged too long and now she's breaking out 
Oh my god. It's the same woman from Thrills in the Night. It is the same woman from Thrills in the Night. <laughs> it's her. But it, this is the best office. title. Huh? She's been locked in her office. <laughs> yeah. In her high heels and button up and Yeah, she took a sick day, but she was lying. This is this is an album written for dudes who hate women. That's what I feel when I with this album. I just they're very it's just over sexualizing. They don't have any personality or anything or names. No, but um, this is the best title I think of all the songs on the album. It's a great title. It's yeah. very hot. Murder in high heels. I like that. Yeah. And that's about that's about it. Yeah, it this it's this it's a rough album for me. It's a rough. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that the. Yeah, Bruce Keelick makes another appearance on this. He does a good solo, and then the song ends uh, with more guitar soloing as the whole song fades out. Um, but I've just, you know, as Bruce has done this podcast before, right, Pat? For two whole hours, we had Bruce. He was fantastic. Oh, right. Yeah, because you know, so he's good. a cool guy, and you know, he was. Uh, so... Yeah, I like I like to give Bruce the props, man. Yeah, cause... Bruce is great. I I often say that he i might have told him this and i really feel i feel he's the 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 bet the best guitarist that's ever been in kiss in my opinion i mean i, I don't want to take away from ace in the heyday because ace came up with those cool licks but just as yeah. a as a guitarist i really do like bruce but people will fight me on that I'm, it's okay um so animalize which album do we like better do we like lick it up better or animalize kyle lick it up Courtney? Uh, probably look it up. Christian? Um, Dynasty? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I'm in for that. No. Uh, oh, let me go with Lick It Up, too. Why not? Yeah, Lick It Up for me, too. This is, um, yeah, I do feel, now the next time we do this, we're going to be doing Asylum and Crazy Nights, and I feel... Like they they hit a stride with those two albums, in my opinion. But we'll just we'll save that for next time. Uh, the playout song today, I'm probably going to play "Lick It Up" since we all seem to super enjoy "Lick It Up." So we'll hear "Lick It Up" as the playout song. But before we go, I want to thank everybody, Kyle. Thank you for producing from Texas and playing those songs. Uh, we can find you on Twitter at Kyle Dotson Funny. Where are you on Instagram? Same thing. Same thing. Branding baby. Branded baby. Courtney, where can we find you on the web? You can find me on the Facebook and on the Instagram. I left the Twitter. I just couldn't do it anymore. Good I understand. I understand. I've been off for like five months or six months now. I don't miss it. Good. Come back in the new year, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, we're on Twitter at Rock Solid Show because we need to promote this show. And you can go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the podcast christian where can we find you on the social media if anywhere well i'm on the facebook instagram uh i have my own channel on the youtube which i'm gonna add to some stuff cool. uh, the last name is spelled m-a-l-m-i-n and, and i can also be currently be seeing in a series of rap videos yeah uh, since we last met uh the thing aired and i can talk about it but i'm in this new major laser Nicki Minaj video. Excellent. It's called Oh My God. Um, and it's spelled G A. Awesome. Yeah, Oh My God. But it's spelled G A W D. No, yeah. really? Oh they went God. without spelling? 
and it is uh, it, it is on YouTube. Um, it's been out for five weeks, and as of this morning, it has 4.9 million views. Wow! It seems to be averaging a million views a week. Wow! That's now, great. Does that Whatever. turn and this uh, other the baby with NBA Young Boy? I hadn't checked it for a while, but I went on there this morning. It has 74 million views. Now, Christian, does this translate into any uh, Instagram followers for you when you do these? Some, some but not. A, I'm waiting to break through. I'm I'm like hitting a layer of something, and when I break through, I think it's going to be big. But give me what's your tell us what your Instagram is. Where do we find you on Instagram? What is it? Oh, uh, I just have a Christian Malmin actor. Okay, and that's C H R I S T I A N M A L M I N, and actor spelled the normal way. Yeah, with a yeah, K. That's Instagram, and uh, everything else I can be found. Um, you know, just I think by searching. Excellent. Um, can I say something a little bit annoying? Sorry, please, but please do please do. If, if you are, if you do find me on Facebook, which I would love, I'd love to be connected to anybody from that listens to the show. Send me a note and say that's where you know me from because I'm getting so many of these fake accounts and yeah. I don't know what's real people and what's not. Yep. Oh, and I don't yeah. want to not be friends with someone who supports the show. So have yeah. you yeah, have have you guys gotten an onslaught of friend requests from people yeah. who have no idea who they are? Yeah. Fake people, it's weird. And I'll either it could be the Russians infiltrating our, what's going on. It's aliens. Yeah. It's very, it's alien. yeah. Uh, when you get one and there's no like, and then there's no mutual friends involved or anything. Yeah. yeah. That's an immediate delete. Yeah. So. I get like, hmm. but sometimes they do have mutual friends and it, they're still fake and it's weird. Uh, it is weird. Yeah. All right. All right, guys, uh, Courtney and Kyle, I will see next you guys next week. We're going to have 10 people in the Zoom room for our 2020 year in review episode. That's going to be uh, crazy, uh, wacky fun. Uh, Christian, always good to see you, everyone. You. And, and today's Christmas for all intents and purposes. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. And this is the awkward part. We're all going to wave and then we're going to say goodbye. See Bye. you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Happy kiss dreams. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> well, I know the time. Bye, I. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>